Now you can find, listen and subscribe to Chilling with Jens and the local Danfoss Climate Solution podcast in your RevTools app. Download it from danfoss.com. Service and support. Downloads. Hi, I'm Jens Andersen from Danfoss Climate Solutions, and today I have Shwetheng Bian in the studio for a chat about electronic expansion valves. But before we start, just a reminder that now you can find, listen and subscribe to Chilling with Jens and the local Danfoss Climate Solution podcast in your RevTool app. Download it from danfoss.com. Service and support. Downloads. Climate solutions for cooling. Thank you for joining Uh Young and uh, thank you for your time in in sort of explaining what what electronic expansion valves are. Uh, but first of all, could you please tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, sure. So hello everyone. Uh, this is Ben uh, from Danfoss, and I'm the uh, product manager of electric expansion valves. Um, And uh, I've worked in Danfoss since 2006. And uh, a main uh, area in the beginning is uh, is in R&D. Now I'm uh, <coughs> switching to uh, product management. I just uh, relocate from Danfoss China to Danfoss uh, Noble. So I will live here. Now I'm with my family, we live in uh, Sonpo. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a pleasure for me to have this opportunity to share some insights about my product, and expect it could uh, bring some benefit uh, to your daily work. Great, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Um, just just to recap, the the theme is electronic expansion valves, but I guess we cannot avoid sort of uh, compare it to uh a traditional uh mm-hmm. thermostatic expansion valves um mm-hmm. but <clears throat> if we're looking at the eev how how would you sort of uh, explain the, the 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 way that an electronic expansion valve works in maybe in comparison with um uh, thermostatic expansion valves yeah Yeah, that's a good question. As uh, uh, the industry has uh, is familiar with uh, using the, uh, the the traditional uh, mecha- mechanical expansion valves, uh, it's a well-known solution uh, as a, as an expansion function in the industry and has been for quite a long time. And uh, the principle is that uh, it has a it's a bulb uh, to convert the temperature uh, to pressure. And to adjust uh, the opening degree of the valve, that is uh, how the valve works. Uh, well, the electric expansion valve is a part of expansion function solution. It, it needs to work with controller and sensors and compares to TXV, uh, electron, electric expansion valve has a flexible and adaptable superheat uh, controlling. Therefore, it will have more process liquid control to have a better efficiency and could be adjusted by designed control logic to work under ultimate application conditions. Uh, this is uh, a traditional uh, TXV cannot do. And if we look 
at uh, uh, the changes or the possible uh, of using electric expression valve in long term, that we see uh, electric expression valve provides uh, possibilities to create values from data uh, connector uh, uh, connection with uh, with uh, Internet of Things and the clouds. These uh, technologies. Then uh, we could not only sell all the components, uh, the solutions, but also provide service uh, to customers. For example, uh, this uh, we can call it uh, predictive maintenance uh, by diagnosing uh, the running status of the system. And we can share our suggestions uh, on the checkpoints uh, and the corrective actions to customers to have the right maintenance before it shut down. Uh, due to problems and this will save money to customers and this is also something that uh, uh, a txv a traditional txv cannot do um, yeah so yeah. this is uh, from my perspective uh, how we see a txv and uh, and the eev yeah 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 just just a, a remark uh, i think i i have been calling it electronic expansion valves and you call them electric expansion yeah. valves so <laughs> uh, very quickly uh, 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 one of many uh, definitions of what is electronic versus electric and that has something to do with the uh, voltages basically mm. that plus yeah. also the controlling things I mean yeah. uh, you would have an electronic device controlling something you would have electrical uh, power uh, running something else. You yeah. would you you would use it as power, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, just just to settle things. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> for, uh, but yeah. let's let's talk about um, the the considerations when you are actually uh, considering an electric expansion valve. Mm. When to use it? Um, uh, how do you how do you actually uh, select uh, an electric expansion valve. Yeah, yeah. If uh, uh, it is always recommend to use uh, Danfoss uh, Cool Selector uh, to find a right product uh, to fit uh, the application. Uh, but if we talk about the uh, uh, the popular solutions of uh, of electric expansion valve, then I can uh, introduce that. Uh, 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 the two typical solutions we see in the market today. So we see uh, electric expansion valve in the market today that uh, uh, some are with uh, pathways modulation solution and some are with a stepper motor solution. And these are the two uh, most uh, popular ones. And both are with pros and cons. Uh, I can share with you some details. A pathways yes. modulation solution for example, Danfoss AKV products, it works perfectly with multiple uh, evaporators. It has better refrigerant flow pattern that enables uh, better heat transfer and better oil circulation. And the system performance will be optimized with uh, Danfoss controllers, which provides adaptable superheat control plus the effective liquid control from AKV products. And also, it is a normal uh, close uh, product, which means that it is will, it will be closed position when the system is powered off, and it is tight. 
And serviceability of the AKV uh, valves makes it uh, possible to change capacity uh, with changing the orifice and the pistons inside of valve, and it is even during the system uh, commissioning. So this uh, uh, serviceability and the reliability bring a great value to our customers, especially in food retail business, where our customers look for a robust and a reliable solution. Well, the step motor solution applies when we need a quiet operation. It also has a flexible opening of the valve. Therefore, we don't expect to see liquid hammering. With a proper design, the backflow is achievable, and this is important to a heat pump system. Basically, this is uh, what I can uh, share by looking at uh, two different solutions uh, of electric expansion valve in the market. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. I think I've been around since the AKV was invented at Danfoss, you could say, which is a while ago. Yeah. Can you can you go maybe a bit more in into depth uh, with the 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 functionality? Let's say, uh, how does this um, uh, pulse with con concept actually work on an mm. AKV valve? Could you please explain a bit more? Of course, of course. Yeah, the, the valve is operated uh, in path width operation. This means that the valve is either completely closed or completely open. And within a period of six seconds, a voltage signal from the controller will be transmitted to the to and remove from the valve coil. And this makes the valve open and close uh, for the flow of refrigerant. The relation between this opening and closing time indicates the actual capacity. If there is an intense need for refrigeration, the valve will remain open for almost all the six seconds of the period. And if the required amount of refrigeration is modest, then the valve will only stay open during a fraction of the period. The amount of the refrigeration uh, needed is determined by the controller. When no refrigeration is required, then the valve will remain closed and thus function as a solenoid valve. Yeah, this is basically how we how the valve works. Right. So, so you could say, if we take the six seconds as as set out point or base point, the six seconds will uh, consist of a pulse and a pause. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if the pulse is about, I don't know, let's say 50%, just to take an example. So the, the, the valve will stay open half of the time, mm -hmm. three seconds. Yeah, based on the load uh, required from the evaporator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That would also mean that it is actually uh, running at, say, half of the uh, rated capacity. Yes. Perfect. Thank you. Um, so the uh, if we look at the stepper motor system or stepper motor concept, let's call it that. Uh, could you please explain a bit of, of about how that works? Yeah, sure. Uh, the stepper motor expansion valve gets signal from controller based on the pressure and the temperature sensors inputs, and then the signal tells the valve it should open or close a bit more and exactly 
how much. The stem motor uh, of the of the valve then turns the signal and electric power into rotation moment inside of the valve <clears throat> and makes the valve spindle moves up and down. Then the spindle uh, could stop at any position between fully close to fully open. Yeah, by having this uh, 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 a chain of uh, of uh, signal uh, turns to a movement, then uh, uh, the valve could control the opening of the valve and then uh, deliver expected liquid uh, to evaporators. I see. So. So to, to, to simplify it a bit, maybe uh, you could say that the uh, stepper motor concept is is more like uh, the regulating valve, so to speak. It's 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 regulating. It's not closing and opening uh, fully. It's 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 regulating somewhere in between. And I yes. guess that's pretty obvious. Yes. Yeah, I see. You can you can stop. The, the 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 opening of the valve anywhere between fully closed and fully open at any time right yes yes perfect thank you yeah. um if we look at the the controllers for these valves um i know out there in the real world so to speak uh we have people using uh, plcs for for controllers uh would that be valid for both types maybe uh, yeah the uh, we, we recommend uh, actually Danfoss offers the entire uh, uh, package uh, for the expansion function solution uh, and uh, actually when we look at this uh, this package uh, we uh, we need to look into the entire uh, solution not only the valve uh, and if we say, say uh, make some example, then the valve is like a hands of a person, uh, and we need to have controllers to be as a, as a brain and sensors as the skins, so that all these things are putting together to act as the entire uh, expansion function. Um, and Danfoss uh, provides all these uh, uh, the full package of the products, uh, including controllers and drivers. And temperature and pressure sensors. Um, when we talk about the, the controllers, then uh, AKCC 55, uh, 75, and this EKE, EKF uh, for step motors, uh, and AKS and EKS as a, as a sensors uh, will always be uh, the good choice uh, to work with uh, AKV or, or ETS uh, electric exp expansion valves from Danfoss. Um, yeah. That is uh, uh, how we see uh, working together with the controllers and this uh, and sensors. Uh, so to be as an entire uh, solution or package for the expansion function yeah. for the system. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's pretty obvious that uh, with the you could say the dedicated well Danfoss control, then you also get the best uh, functions and the. Uh, the right options, maybe yeah. more or less, depending a bit on which controller you are you are uh, choosing. But uh, yes, I get it. Yes, 
Yes, a very good example is that, uh, as I mentioned just now, when I introduced the uh, uh, this, the synergy of uh, of the uh, uh, the values from the uh, control AKCC uh, 55 controllers that we gain uh, more than 30 years of experience in photovoltaic applications that we can control the superheater in a very accurate and push to the limits of the control of the superheater to have the maximize uh, uh, efficiency of the system and combine uh, uh, the very good control from the AKV valve about the liquid, then you have uh, uh, the best uh, control of the entire system in terms of uh, expansion functions. So, um, yeah, so these uh, synergies from different components that work as, uh, as one. Yeah, and I guess that that is essentially the, you could say that is the main uh, message, if you like, that we're not talking about an isolated isolated valve. No, we're talking about a complete system, which is actually, exactly. yeah, and it's 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 uh, optimized to the whole thing, so to speak. Every every component is optimized to every uh, to the whole uh, system. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Get it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now I know from years of experience that uh, from time to time we get uh, service calls to well systems of all kinds of different things, uh, uh, supermarkets, uh, uh, cold rooms. What do I know? Um, are there any sort of typical things that we as Danfoss uh, has been say experiencing uh, difficulties with when working with uh, electrical expansion valves. I mean, we, we probably get uh, some uh, service calls. Could you maybe uh, tell us a bit about what we would <laughs> what we would like the users to avoid uh, mm. or have specific uh, focus on when when working with uh, electric expansion valves? Yeah, yes, uh, of course. Um, I can share uh, several points uh, from my side, uh, but of course, it's uh, it's only a part of the the, the issues or, or the typical troubles uh, we see from the uh, from the field. Uh, and this is just uh, for your information. Uh, first of all, we see that uh, expansion valve. Uh, no matter it's a TXV or it's a electric expansion valve, it's, it's uh, sensitive to dirt and to police uh, to ensure that the breathing or welding of your piping of your system uh, follow the standard operation procedure to make it as clean as possible and follow the recommendation from Danfoss to use the, the right filter yeah, to avoid any troubles uh, in, in use. And also, uh, for electric expansion valve, the, then it needs to work together with sensors and as, as a, a skin of the of the of this uh, entire uh, expansion function, then uh, we need to make sure that the signal uh, from sensors uh, is can reflect uh, the fact. So we need to make sure that the, the placement of the sensor is 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 in the right way. So that we have uh, uh, the right input uh, for the controller and the right opening of the valve to control the, the liquid uh, amount of liquid. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, and uh, another thing I can uh, uh, come to to my mind is that uh, uh, if a customized controller setup is needed, then it's it's always welcome uh, to contact Danfoss uh, for a consultant. Uh, and also uh, to remember to select the right valve in controller to make sure that uh, the valve uh, will work as it should be. Because we also uh, uh, put uh, the program uh, in the uh, uh, in controller uh, uh, with, uh, with each frequent update uh, to make sure that all these Danfoss controllers and can work with uh, Danfoss uh, valves uh, to have the best performance. And also uh, select the right size of the valve uh, to work with your system to have the expected control of the liquid. Yeah, if the valve is selected too big, then the control on the smaller uh, portion of the of the just uh, adjustable range will be uh, quite uh, uh, limited control of your of your liquid. And if the valve is, is uh, too small, uh, you don't have a sufficient margin on the capacity, then uh, in some uh, conditions of the, of the system, then probably uh, you may uh, have insufficient uh, liquid. Um, and uh, for AKV products, then the, the valve inlet connection size, uh, I mean the piping, uh, the pipe size, also need to, to, need to be considered. Uh, to avoid the high uh, velocity uh, of the refrigerant in the liquid line. Mm. Yeah. yeah, these are the uh, typical uh, reminders that uh, by having, by looking at the, the reflections from, uh, from the fields, of course, they may have uh, more uh, uh, beyond this, but uh, yeah, we can uh, always uh, handle these cases uh, uh, per your requests. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Uh, so, uh, uh, put a bit simple. Be careful. <laughs> First of all, when you when you choose the right valve, right, you, you yeah. need to choose the right size to that particular system. And of course, and, and I guess everybody knows that they need to be careful when uh, uh, bracing the stuff together. Mm. To put it a bit simple, so uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I hope I know that many of our listeners are professionals, so they would know all these things. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Bien. Um, that You're was welcome. a pleasure. Um, I'm happy to to hear that uh, we have you on board at Danfoss. Uh, thank you. And uh, I wish you all the best in, in the role uh, in the future. And yep. again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for listening in on this podcast. And remember that you can download both RevTools and Cool Selector from Danfoss.com, Service and Support, Downloads, Climate Solutions for Cooling. And, of course, as usual, stay cool out there.